Chapter Twenty One of the Magic Mimics in Oz by Jack Snow. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty One The Shattering of the Mirrors. Now we can send the mimics back to Mount Illuso at will, said Ozana in answer to Dorothy's question. All we need to do is shatter the mirrors, and the mimics will return to their gloomy realm, banished forever from Oz. It was Ozma who followed Ozana's suggestion and brought about the breaking of the mirrors. The dainty ruler lifted her wand and murmured a fairy charm. Instantly, every mirror in the grand ballroom shivered and shattered with a vast tinkling sound. Not one of the scores of mirrors in the great chamber was left whole. It would be too bad, Ozana remarked, to mar permanently the beauty of your lovely ballroom. She lifted her wand, and while the onlookers blinked, the mirrors were whole again. In their gleaming depths was no trace of the mimic horde. The grand ballroom was as splendid as ever. As it was now nearing noon, Ozma graciously invited Ozana to join her and Glinda with Dorothy and the Wizard, Aunt Em, Trot, Cap'n Bill, Betsy Bobbin, Button Bright, the Scarecrow, Scraps, and others of her friends for luncheon in the dining room of her own royal suite. Dorothy and the Wizard related their adventures on Mount Illuso, and then the Scarecrow tried to make clear to Ozma, Glinda, and Dorothy, and the Wizard everything that had happened in the Emerald City during their absence. Scraps helped him out, and Betsy Bobbin reminded him of things he had forgotten, while Trot chimed in and Button Bright wanted to tell the story his way. There was such a chatter it was a wonder Ozma and the rest understood anything. Just as the meal was about to end, there was a knock on the door, and Uncle Henry breathlessly entered the room. After Aunt Em and Dorothy had hugged and kissed Uncle Henry, Dorothy told him how she had got back to the Emerald City. He had read an account of the rest of her adventures in Glinda's great book of records the night before. Scraps, helped out by Aunt Em, filled in the details of what had happened in the palace since he and the sawhorse had left. When they had finished, Uncle Henry exhibited several sheets of paper closely filled with writing. Here's the whole story of the mimics. I copied everything the great book of records had to say about them, and then I left Glinda's castle last night, traveling all night long, so as to get here as early today as possible. But I guess, he concluded, gazing ruefully at the papers he carried, these ain't much use any more. Not one of us could have done better than you did, Uncle Henry, Ozma consoled him. Instead of regretting your trip, she added wisely, let us instead be grateful that there is no longer any need for us to concern ourselves with what the great book of records has to say about the mimics. Glinda announced that she must return to her castle in the Quadling country, from which she had been absent too long. Bidding goodbye to all her friends, the great sorceress was transported in the twinkling of an eye by her magic art to her faraway castle. With Glinda's departure, the rest of Ozma's guests began to take their leave, until finally the girl ruler was alone with only Dorothy and Ozana. Ozma had noticed that throughout the merry luncheon, Ozana had appeared quiet and subdued, 
as though she were deeply occupied with thoughts of her own. "'Tell me,' Ozma said gently, taking Princess Ozana's hand in her own, "'is there something troubling you, my dear?' With a smile, Ozana replied, "'Yes, Ozma, there is. Truthfully, I dread returning to lonely Mount Illuso. In the short time I have been privileged to enjoy the companionship of Dorothy and the Wizard and the society of the Oz people here in the Emerald City, I have come to realize more than ever what a terribly lonely life I lead on Mount Illuso. And, she added, gazing affectionately at Dorothy, I have become very fond of little Dorothy. I shall be very sorry indeed to leave her and all the rest of you for that forsaken mountaintop. Ozma laughed softly. <laughs> Everyone loves our Princess Dorothy. But, and the little ruler's expression grew serious as she continued, I sympathize with you, Ozana. Perhaps there is a way out of your predicament. Is there any real reason why you should return to Mount Illuso? The mimics are harmless enough now. We can follow their actions in the magic picture and the great book of records. And you can use your fairy powers to control the mimics from the land of Oz as easily as you could from the top of Mount Illuso. You mean, exclaimed Ozana eagerly, that we would like nothing better than to have you make your home here in the land of Oz, said Ozma warmly. Furthermore, it is my belief that through your long years of lonely vigil on Mount Illuso and your courageous rescue of the people of Oz from the mimics, you have more than earned a home in Oz. Oh, Ozma, thank you, exclaimed Ozana. And then she added doubtfully, Do you think Queen Lurleen will give her consent? I see no reason why she should not, answered Ozma. It so happens that I am to speak with Queen Lurleen within the hour. We made arrangements to confer this afternoon on some important happenings in the great outside world. During our conversation, I will ask her about your remaining in Oz. Thank you, Ozma, murmured Ozana. I can't begin to tell you how grateful I am. Now, if you will excuse me, said Ozma, I must prepare to establish communication with Queen Lorleen. Arm in arm, Dorothy and Ozana made their way to Dorothy's rooms, where they spent the next hour in conversation. Dorothy was well pleased with the prospect of Ozana's making her home in Oz, for she believed the princess would be a delightful companion. At last there came a gentle rap on the door, and Princess Ozma entered Dorothy's room. Ozana and Dorothy rose to their feet and looked questioningly at Ozma. "'It is all settled,' the girl ruler announced with her brightest smile. Queen Loreline readily gave her consent. "'From this moment on, dear cousin, you are no longer Ozana of Mount Illuso, but Ozana, Princess of Oz.'" End of chapter 21